This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selkie, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and we're in season two entitled Mindset Monday, where every week we bring to you a way to think like a champion, giving you inside look at how the brain functions at its absolute best and tools and strategies that you can begin to use to build your own championship mindset. Today in episode 10, we get to talk about perhaps one of my all-time favorite topics in the world, winning. Again, for those of you who may be just joining us, I want to give you a a brief background and update on what is a mindset, okay? Mindset is a patterned way of thinking about anything, okay? And we have mindsets about everything in in our world, right? We have mindset about the weather. We have mindset about marriage. We have mindset about big cities, small towns, country, rural, friendship, et cetera. Again, patterned ways of thinking that actually impact and drive our behavior in different scenarios. And the crazy part is, right, these aren't just ephemeral thoughts that sort of float around in the air. These mindsets are actual protein patterns that get built into your brain, right? The form and function of your actual brain at the neurological level. And so what what we know is that positive, optimistic mindsets, right, show up as bright, vibrant electricity at the neurological level in the brain, right? But negative or pessimistic show up as, as gray, like shriveled matter almost, which inhibits effective mental and physical health, right, or effective functioning. And so what we want to do is to be able to build championship mindsets, right, or patterned ways of thinking that are conducive for mental health, mental well-being, but also optimization of who we are in this world and how we show up every day. And so that's my heart. That's my intent with this podcast is that, again, every week we can bring you different topics and scenarios and say, how can we look at this differently? How can we take mindset markers, right? And a marker on something would just be an indicator that it is... a thing to come, right? So like an XY chromosome, like that that chromosome indicates that that's a male, right? Or a female, and d- depending on the conglomeration of those. And so again, I want to give you mindset markers or markers on how champions think that you can start to build into your own mindset, right? An own patterned way of thinking about different scenarios. So historically on previous episodes, right, we've looked at championship mindsets on pressure or stress or a loss, or the start of a new season, right? And and from the from the locker room to the boardroom, we want to help individuals, teams, and organizations build people and systems that are conducive to performance excellence. So, you know, if we give a sport example or we give a business example or an academic example, I want you to extrapolate that into your own world and your own role that you play. So currently in my roles, I, I serve as an adjunct professor in the Mendoza College of Business at the University of Notre Dame, where I teach strategic HR management. Uh, it's an upper level course for core course for our consulting majors. And then I'm also the mental performance coach and consultant for head coach Brian Kelly and the Notre Dame football team. And so between those two roles, we get I get a really great look too at the application of this, again, from the business to, um, to the sports space. 
And I would love to come to your business or organization and do a full or half day training or give a keynote address on this topic because, again, it's powerful. And, you know, we X's and O's and uh, business strategy and the bottom line are all critical elements. But a lot of times, what inhibits us from optimizing and achieving those goals that we're out for athletically or, or professionally is sort of the people side of the business, right? Or the people side of a team. And so if I can come help you you and your organization figure out, well, how do we think right and get our people thinking right and get our organization structured in ways that are conducive to to everything that we know from a scientific standpoint on human performance? I want to be able to do that for you. So, um, you know, at the end of this, I'll give you all of my contact information, but briefly, you can always reach me directly at amber at selkingperformance.com and we can get that scheduled. But before we go too much farther, I want to start our episode today about winning with one of my favorite quotes. It's a sort of a longer little speech, and I'm going to play it for you on my iPhone because I love hearing the actual voice of of Vince Lombardi, right, give this speech. And you have to understand, right, I grew up with a mom who is from sort of the Woody Hayes, Vince Lombardi era, and she's a double Buckeye, so Woody Hayes is was a prominent figure in our household as, as from a very young age, but her dad was in the Navy and was a football stud, and so I remember growing up throwing football with Papa, and I'll tell you what, it, it, when he'd throw the ball and I'd just miss it, Am, if you can touch it, you can catch it, he'd always say, and so again, we grew up with this mindset of sort of intensity, of drive, of work ethic, of grind, of winning, right? And that winning matters. And and it frustrates me because I think in our society today, the more we preach that it's not about winning, the more we start to breed a state of mediocrity in our kids and in our society. And and the art of truly winning in all aspects of life is about maintaining this consistent process of excellence upon which we we can build our identity and our character. And this passion for winning, right? And when I say winning, I mean being the very best that you can be at anything that you choose to put your head, your heart, your hands to. You know, this creates this sense of gritty determination um, that that leads to contentment, right? Through exhaustion that is created when we really fight to win in an admirable manner. And so uh, this sort of my own mindset about winning and the importance of it and, and why it's critical way to think about everything we attack is built on the, I think, some of those initial thoughts of Woody Hayes and Vince Lombardi that so guided my mom, I think, back in those ages. So we're going to start with this quote um, or this speech from Vince Lombardi, and we'll, we'll go from there. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-the-time thing. You don't win once in a while, and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. You got to play with your heart, with every ounce of fiber in your body. I've never known a man worth his salt who deep down in his heart didn't appreciate the grind, the discipline, and to win, and to win, and to win. It is and always has been an American seal, and that's just to be first, regardless of what we do. There's no room for second place. There's only one place, and that's first place. I finished second twice in my time, and I don't ever want to finish second again. But I firmly hold that a man's finest hour, the greatest fulfillment to anything he holds dear, is that moment 
when he has worked his heart out in a good cause and lays exhausted on the field of battle. Victorious. Woo! I'll tell you what, if you don't have adrenaline rush right now, I don't know what you are doing in this world, but boy, I, that gets me every time, gets me jacked up. And I think that one thing that he says in there is winning is not a sometimes thing, it's an all the time thing. Winning is a habit, right? So how can we make winning a habit? What are the, what are the mindset markers of a championship mindset on winning? Well, I'm going to give you five of those today and then some strategies that you can use to start building these in, in your own life, right? And first and foremost, the mindset marker, the way that champions think about winning is it is about winning, all right? Like if they want to tell you it's not and, and it's not really all about winning and blah, 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 at the end of the day, champions know that it is. And, you know, whatever that looks like in your world, you'd be like, man, well, I'm not playing a sport or I'm not really in a competitive quote unquote environment. Like, listen, this can come down to win the day, right? When I was working down at IMG Academy and we would all get up at five in the morning and go work out together before the, the athletes all showed up for the day. That would be our mindset. Like, listen, let's win the day. We got to dominate the day. In the mornings, I make my bed. Guess what I say to myself? Starting the day with a W. Like, we have to extrapolate our conception of what it means to win, and we can win anything we choose to set our hand to. And that just that just sets our mind right in a, in a different way and intention towards attacking everything that we go towards. And champions know that it is about winning, and that creates a new level of energy and intensity with which we engage and process our days, our lives, our relationships, etc. Let's take that just a little bit further. It's about winning the right way. Okay. So this isn't a win at all cost mentality where we, we cut down people and, and skip processes to, to get towards the outcome of the win, right? We have to win the right way because for champions, if you win from a cheating perspective, then it's not really winning, right? You didn't really win. You cut a corner, uh, you skipped a step, you took some PEDs, like you, I mean, you you did it, but artificially, right? Not based on your own merit, on your own effort, on your own grit. And so true champions keep that in the back of their head and, and aren't willing to sacrifice um, the actual win for doing it the wrong way. And I think, you know, one thing I always think about was my freshman year at the University of Notre Dame when I was on our women's soccer team. Uh, we went undefeated in the national, or undefeated throughout the whole course of our season and lost in the national championship game against the University of North Carolina. And y- yes, so to this day, I hate baby blue or Tar Heel blue or whatever they want to call it. So when we went down there to UNC a couple weeks ago and our boys beat up on UNC, I was quite happy and I told them to, to get one in there for Dr. Selking. So <laughs> that, uh, that that happens. Um, but again, you know, what we realized is through this process of, you know what, we didn't walk away with a trophy, but in that process, we became winners, right? And like if you want to be a champion, you have to like be a champion. And, and that means how do you live? How do you think? How do you treat people? How do you train? How do you prepare? How do you put in the work, right? We learned what it took to be a champion. We learned what it took to be a winner. And again, although we weren't holding that trophy, we helped our heads up because we know that the way we went about our business and the, the depths at which we trained and, um, and, and everything as a team 
was worth it and was done the right ways. And I think that that's a critical element as we look at a championship mindset on winning. The, the next marker is that champions believe that process precedes winning. Okay, so champions don't walk around just thinking about the outcome all the time because what comes first, the process or the outcome? The process, right? And if you listen to season one of our podcast, which was building your mental performance foundation, we talked about how you know we give power to what we focus on, and if we're giving power, if we're thinking and focusing on the outcome, we're giving power to that, which means where are we not giving power? to the process, right? And the process precedes the outcome. And so we have to learn to manage our attention and first of all, have a process built. We've said that in several episodes previously, Um, but then be able to focus on the process. And so that's one way that, that you can be building that sort of mindset in yourself of, yes, the objective is to win, right? Whatever that is, but what are the critical elements that are going to lead you to an actual win? And then focusing your, your attention onto that process because that's what will lead you to the actual win. The third mindset marker is that champions turn everything into a W. Like, you know, the the reality of life is you aren't going to, to, if there's a win-loss column and everything, you're not going to get a W every single time in everything you do. You are not going to close every sales pitch that you go into, right? You are not going to uh, win every single game you play. You are not going to get 100 on every single exam that you get, that you take, right? But you are not going to get every job that you apply for. But champions have a way of turning everything into a W. Like, okay, I I worked as hard as I could. Uh, I made some great contacts in the process. I'm going to chalk it up as a W, right? And believe that I wasn't that wasn't supposed to happen, right? That's not part of the plan for me in my life and my purpose here. And so what can I take from that experience to take the next step? And so Again, this is a really important part that I think that I I really want you to grasp, right, is it's not always going to work out for you, and that's okay, but champions look at that a little bit differently, and and we might do an episode in the future on failure, right, and and sort of a champion's mindset on that, because that's really what we're talking about here, right, Is, is, well, you failed then. If you didn't win, you failed. Well, failed, right, is just... A, a step in the next direction, right? Uh, there's no setbacks. There's only setups. And and that's setting me up for what's next in my journey on my path. And that's the way that champions look at it. We, we have the ability to turn everything into a W, right? Like, okay, well, we had a really terrible practice today, but... We were able to to have great conversations about what it means to be emotionally stable, right? Or, you know, we didn't get 100 on our midterm exam. Well, fine, but what is that doing? It's helping us see, all right, this is how the this is how the exams are going to be structured. These are the ways that I need to study and taking that into account there's going to be a curve anyway, right? And so how can we take every experience that we have and turn it into a W? That's the mindset of a champion. Right, you don't get the internship or the job that you want. I mean, when I was an undergrad, I thought I was going to work for a consulting agency and go, you know, live in Chicago and travel every week as a consultant. And none of those opportunities that I applied for or went for worked out. And I was frustrated, but I wasn't for whatever. I mean, I literally at that point in my life, I was like, well, I guess that wasn't meant to be. Hmm, an HR gig. This is interesting. I never thought I'd be in HR. I guess this does make sense in the story of my life. And I don't, I never knew about sports psychology at that point in my life, right? But then I thought, well, hey, you know, working with people, leadership development, programs, training, et cetera, that actually really fits with who I am. Huh, 
I'm going to chalk not being a consultant for Bain or McKinsey in Chicago up as a W and understand that being an HR for SPX Corporation and rotating throughout the country to different manufacturing plants and corporate environments uh, in our manufacturing uh, facilities is the perfect next step for whatever it is I'm going to do in this life. Like That's the mindset of a champion. The fourth mindset marker that we see in in anybody that's really a champion, right, as they're winning and as winning is happening to them, stay humble, stay hungry, right? And I mean, some of my buddies even have that tatted on them, you know, some of the guys that played football at Notre Dame when I was in school. Um, Stay humble and stay hungry. I think this is really important because as we start winning, right, or succeeding in life, all of a sudden people start maybe taking a little bit more notice and the stakes seem to get a little bit higher, right, or the pressure starts to build a little bit. But champions have the ability to to see winning for what it is, right, the byproduct of their hard work. And the only way to continue that product is continued hard work, dedication to their process, dealing with setbacks accordingly and keep driving forward. And so, you know, one way to stay humble and stay hungry is to surround yourself with really, really great people, right? I've got some people in my life that I think I'm doing well. I think I'm crushing life, et cetera. I'll jump on a call with them to just catch up. You know, hey, what's going on in your life? How, how are things going? Tell me about your business. What business model are you looking at? What's working for you? What's not? You know, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you know, well, I've been getting up at 4.30 every morning. And I'm like, dang, Okay, keep going. Tell me what you're doing, right? And they're and they start listing all the work they're doing and the the daily habits they have built into their lives and I'm like, "Okay, easy there, big timer." You think you're a stud, but you got a long way to go, right? And so I think that's really important because it's easy for us to get complacent when we're the big fish in a in a small pond, right? And whatever pond you're in, is eventually if you if you work really hard and you dedicate yourself to this process of excellence you're going to become the big fish and you've got to constantly put yourself in bigger ponds um I have the opportunity to speak with Coach Lou Holtz every year at his annual Hall of Fame event. And I think that that is such a beautiful grounding place for me to go because there are some big time people at this event. I mean People that are on the board of trustees at Pitt, the the University of Pittsburgh, um, the the owners of the the Steelers, the owners of the Pittsburgh Pirates, um, Coach Holtz himself, obviously. I mean, some really big J- Jerome Bettis has been there, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, like like some really big name people, right? And you get in that place, and these people are so gracious and so dedicated to building their communities, and so involved in the work that they're doing and doing it the right ways, right? That that it is just invigorating to go there, and you get renewed, right? To stay humble and stay hungry and continue working and striving for excellence and striving to do it in the right ways. And so I think that, you know, if you struggle on either one of those spectrums of either staying humble or staying sort of insatiably hungry for excellence, put yourself around people that are better than you um, in whatever domain that you're in. And really just look around. And and I say, you know, I've said to some of my athletes as well, like, listen, you know, do you think you have more potential like in you? Like, could do, can you do better than you're already doing? And they're like, well, yeah. And, and I tell them, well, then don't get too high on yourself. Right. Let let the media talk. Let them write articles and and send out tweets and do all of these different things. But at the end of the day, you know, you got a lot more to prove. 
And so that should keep you humble, keep you hungry, and keep you striving on a daily basis to win the day, right? Win the play, win the moment, win the sales pitch, win the PowerPoint presentation, win the class, whatever it is that you're doing, right? Keep your mind oriented towards humility and and that insatiable drive. And then the last one, I, I think this last marker that really goes into how champions process winning is long-term vision, short-term focus. One of my favorite quotes is from John Wooden. He says, you need two things in life, a telescope and a microscope. A telescope so you can get that vision and clear view and a microscope so you can see the details that takes on a day-to-day basis to bring that vision to fruition. And so... You know, I, I I think that this is important for us because champions have a vision. They've got a clear vision for what they want to accomplish in this life, but even more specifically uh, for each of the roles that they play in. And then they've got a short-term focus. It's sort of like this, the 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 process precedes the outcome, right? mentality as well, because this might be our vision, but I have to have a short-term focus on the critical drivers that are going to lead me into that vision if I want it to be successful. And so... You know, we had the incredible opportunity on Tuesday to have Tom Mendoza, who is the chairman for um, NetApp, right, a, a global company that has been uh, one of the leading tech companies for decades and um, is is listed as one of the best places to work. And again, the, the, the name of the business college at Notre Dame bears his name, right, the Mendoza College of Business. He, he gave them money to help make that possible. And so he actually Skyped into our class on Tuesday day to share his thoughts on culture. And one of the things that he said as a high performer was that he sets goals every 90 days. And so, you know, you talk about a a long-term vision, but a short-term focus. I mean, he chops that down to even in 90-day increments. So he knows what his annual goals are, but then every 90 days... He sets new new goals and objectives, and then every day he's got his calendar organized to cross off items that are going to help him achieve those goals. So that's one way, you know, that you can start to build this long-term vision, short-term focus into how we function, right? And as as high performers and, and champions, right, we have to get that sort of insatiable drive for, for more and for growth and for productivity and for giving and for contribution into this world, right? Value add. That's how champions view it, right? Am I adding value to my family, to my organization, to my team? And these are some mechanisms that can help you do that. But but we have to become disciplined, right? Winning is a habit, a habit. And how are habits formed? Repetition over time, right? Imagine if winning became a habit for you. I mean, that, that's what we're talking about is, is this sort of way of being in our lives. It doesn't always mean that we get the, the, the W in the, in the win-loss column, but it does mean that how we function, how we orient our minds, our hearts, and our actions are towards winning and that type of mentality. So our championship mindset training for episode 10, the championship mindset on winning, is to take Tom Mendoza's um, advice, right, which he gave our class, and, and for the next, I want you to set six 
goals for the next 90 days. I want three of those to be personal goals and three of those to be professional goals. That's what he told us is the mechanism that has helped drive his success, just continued success year over year over year in in who he is and how he's contributed to his organization and to the world based on the productivity that he's seen off of this strategy. And so the three personal goals should answer the question, what will make me feel better about myself? You know, maybe that's working out. Maybe that's being in the word. Maybe that's spending time uh, with your children. But be specific, right? So, so I will work out at seven a.m. three days a week for at least forty-five minutes, right? That's a very specific goal. It's got to be measurable, or it won't be achievable. What gets measured gets gets done. What doesn't get measured gets pushed under the rug, right? And so again, three personal goals that answer the question, what will make me feel better about myself? And make sure that those are specific, um, that they're measurable, and that you write them down. There is something powerful about handwriting that connects your brain and your body and helps generate different momentum. So, and then write, set three professional goals. And this should, these should answer the question, what will positively impact my business? Now, if you're a student, right, what will positively impact my academics or my um, objective to get a goal or a job? I'm sorry. Right. So, set three professional goals. They need to be specific, they need to be measurable, and they need to be written down. And then I want you to keep those, tape them on your computer, your laptop, or your desk in front of you so that you can see them every day. And then you build your calendar throughout the course of the week. We talked about this last week, right? But you build your calendar around those six goals. Three personal, three professional, set them for the next 90 days, and let's see how you incrementally get better and better. Tom said that when he started doing this, That's when people were like, wow, you're different. Something's changing in you. And that's when he thought his success, he took himself to a whole new level. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. Um, I I love coming to you every week and just sharing, you know, what I've been able and and, and blessed to have learned from a psychological perspective on what makes humans so successful and having the incredible opportunity to be around amazing individuals athletically, from a business perspective, from a community standpoint, and seeing how do they think, how do they function. And so it really is an honor and a blessing for me to be able to bring this to you and to hopefully um, position it in a way that's consumable and understandable and applicable to you becoming your absolute best in, in every domain that you're in as well. I'd really love to interact with you. We're on all the social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook by just looking up Selking Performance Group. On Instagram, our our handle is at Selking Performance. On Twitter, we are on Team Follow Back. You can just find me at at Dr. Selking. And we post all of our our work on there. I'm also on LinkedIn. So um, if there's an opportunity for me to come speak to your organization or do a training session, um, LinkedIn is sometimes a really good look at sort of someone's full profile. and, And you can find me. Um, there on just Dr. Amber Selking on LinkedIn. And again, if, if you reach out, we can really coordinate. How do we embed this into your organization and your culture and, and really make it really specific for what you're trying to accomplish? It's also been really cool. I've, I've published two ebooks, um, ones that have some 
near and dear to my heart. I know those of you who have listened before know more about it, but there are two books about little fables about a zip, a, a bee named Zip, who looks at how do I, how do you achieve dreams, right? And tools and strategies to do that. And then the next one is making it to the winner's circle. And so some, some elements of taking dreams and actually turning them into tangible results. So you can check those out on Amazon. They're really cheap um, and a great intro to look at mindset and, and positive psychology and how that can affect outcomes and performance. And then as always, right, it would it means a lot to us if you could rate and review us on uh, iTunes, on the podcast. That's a way that we can continue bring, bringing great content to you. And, and we are so thankful for our sponsors at Brightview Medical. There's going to be a brief uh, commercial after I, I sign off here and telling you more about Brightview Medical, but they really allow us to bring you great content um, free, free to you and, and their sponsorship because they believe in helping people think right live right and lead healthy and productive lives. And so we're just so grateful that they have that mindset and mentality of trying to to build humans towards health and productivity versus just fixing things that are broken and wrong. And so again, huge opportunity there for us to be sponsored and and they want to hear what you think. So by you rating and reviewing us, that gives them some really tangible feedback that the, the investment that they're making is having an impact on people's lives around the globe. So you know, without further ado, again, thank you so much for for your time and for your engagement in this and for your passion for excellence, right? Because that's what stimulates me is having the opportunity to be around and pour into people that want to be great and that are willing to do the things that normal, quote unquote, people aren't willing to do to get the things that not everybody is, is able to have based on your ability to think right, to work right, and to surround yourself with the types of people that are going to help facilitate that type of excellence in the world world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being with us on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. This episode of Building Championship Mindsets is brought to you by Brightview Medical. Brightview Medical has a unique approach to healthcare. Providing patient-centered, personalized care, they provide support from start to finish that makes you feel like family. With their timely and accurate lab results and image results, Brightview provides a peace of mind unlike any other. If you don't know what you're doing or you feel a little scared about the process, it's okay. Brightview provides a personalized care and support throughout the entire process. They've created this advantage by having an expansive in-house team of physicians, nurses, therapists, and technicians. Unlike a traditional insurance model, they start with a full body scan using this new GE Revolution CT scan. And probably one of the best things about this entire process is it takes less than a total of nine minutes. Brightview Medical, better imaging, brighter diagnosis, brighter future.